This is the 10th episode of 10 Years and Counting. I'm going to be interviewing Ray, so enjoy the show. What up, what up, guys? Welcome to the 10th episode of 10... Oh, 10 and 10. What? Yeah, 10 episode of 10 Years and Counting. I'm over here with Ray or Renee. Go with Renee, it's fine. All right, cool. Sort of like the same thing with me, when like people say Anthony or Tony. It's like, it's like whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with, it's cool. Uh, today's episode is going to be about opening up about feelings, which is like always difficult. The like, feels. No matter what. Um, <laughs> so the... Um, first question I like want to start off with or like first point is answering like how are you like I find that really difficult yeah I because do you feel like when someone asks how are you or they just want to hear good like yeah they actually are great uh, I say well just because it's like all right it's not good but <laughs> <laughs> like yeah I'm doing well that way it's not like yeah I'm doing shitty but I don't want to like tell you I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah like yeah I'm decent. I'm, like since one person said, "Yeah, I'm breathing." I was like, "Damn, you know." Wow. Like, okay. I wish I could take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barely getting by. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, I'm, oh, I'm alive again. All right, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm curious, like if, like, like if you're at work or like family. I guess like family is different because you feel like you can't open up to someone. But just, I feel like just answering that question alone feels like I have to like an, already an opening up yeah you know yeah. i i agree like one thing that i changed was like when people ask how you were doing i would always lie and say i'm good whether mm-hmm. i'm bad or not um but i changed it to i can't complain and the reason Same, why yeah. i would say i can't complain is because every I, i've noticed every time i say i can't complain i'm reminded more of what i have than what i don't have exactly so like if somebody goes in and is like oh like you know how are you feeling and i say oh i can't complain i'm, I'm thinking well i have food in my stomach i have clothes mm-hmm. on my back um i have a roof over my head so that makes me feel like well then i can't complain because yep. no matter what i'm sad about it's first world problems yeah, you know exactly. what i mean um yeah like we do go through a lot of things that make us immensely sad but like to me it's, it's also a, a gauging process so if it's like my mom mm-hmm. i can't lie to my mom my, yeah, my yeah. mom i'll be like can't complain she'll be like bullshit i know yeah, you're upset you're complaining yeah yeah, yeah. like you're already <laughs> like it's over yeah. um but then like um or the same thing with like my dad i can't mm-hmm. lie about it but with certain people i can so yeah. if i can i would just say oh i can't complain but the people that i know that i can't do that with i'm a little bit more honest mm. and then it also depends on if i want to be more honest with you like well, you know true, what I mean? yeah like, like even like i have uh friends like who know about like i sometimes have like my depression like depressive moments and in that case i never talk about it until it passes yeah like, i'm I, not someone who brings it up while it's going on and i have another mm-hmm. friend who's that same way too he's like yeah like hey, i can't meet up today it's like you, you know it's like yeah i don't you don't need to explain like it's cool i get it but it's easier when you've built up that rapport but yeah. it is so hard because i don't know you just don't know how people are going to take anything yeah, yeah yeah it's true i feel like and it and, it, and it, it's <clears throat> it's funny too because I, I know the whole episode is about opening up but even with um you know someone who i've, I've dated mm-hmm. um i had to open up yeah <clears throat> and then it would be a little difficult because you know she would ask like you know how how are you and I'll be like, and she knows that, you know, I suffer from bipolar manic depressive. 
So, you know, sometimes I would say, well, you know, it's not a good time. And she would instantly get concerned because yeah. in her mind, it's okay. So if you're not good, then you're on the extreme end. Mm. But that's never the case. But you know, yeah, it's not necessarily the case. And sometimes it it's not on the extreme end. But like if, if we can rate a number of like, yeah. are you from one to ten? Oh, it's like that thing you're, when you're like in the hospital. It's like, what's your pain level? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's your depression level <laughs> yeah. today? And it's like, they should have one. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm at, I'm at a, you know not thinking about bathing today like oh, you know okay. like, like I'm, yeah. I'm not at full-blown i'm gonna hang myself yeah, it's just yeah. like right true, here you know <laughs> um but like but i've noticed that like if even if you do suffer from depression even though everybody's depression is different mm -hmm. people assume that if you're going through a depression it's like the worst and it's like no i i've been worse yeah. you know what i mean so if i go and i say well i'm just down today mm -hmm. because you already like oh you're depressed then they assume oh down is 11 and it's like no it no. could just be yeah. a four you yeah, know yeah. today i just don't feel like doing much like yeah. you know tomorrow i might not feel like breathing but there's <laughs> like you know what i mean there's <laughs> different levels there's different levels yeah. and I, I assume that most people just think it's one you mm -hmm. know what i mean so like uh even uh this one uh woman that i work with uh one time i went and i was like like she was like oh what's wrong and i was like oh nothing i just look tired and then she goes and she was like oh okay so like we we, we start talking or whatever <clears throat> and then I told her that I lost a lot of weight and then gained a lot of weight. First thing, is that because of the depression? Well, maybe, but maybe I'm broke. Like, yeah, why yeah, did yeah, why yeah, did, yeah, why yeah, the yeah. first thing? Like, everything yeah. in life is just oh man, it's because because you're, you're depressed, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe I have a stomach flu. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it can't just it be happen. you know. But sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and like sort of like transition to that, like. Um, there's this one part that I saw, like, it said, like, when you're taught to, like, hide your feelings. Yeah. It makes it impossible to open up. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying, like, I was taught to hide my feelings, but I sort of taught myself that. Like, okay. Um, if I talked about something, I would just see, like, how someone reacted to that. I was like, all right, fine. Well, I'm not going to open up then, because if that's the reaction yeah. I'm going to get to opening up about something, why would I want to open up again? Yeah. And I feel like that's probably how, like, some people are, or... Ideally, it's always known for like men to be the ones like, no, I'm gonna hold my feelings back or whatnot. And I'm pretty sure that is like the case. And sort of like the same thing with like, I bet like it also goes back to probably like relationships with like your parents, especially like mm -hmm. fathers too. Like my dad didn't really open up, so I never really felt the need to open up. Yeah. But like the more I like become more self aware and just like learning about myself, it's like, yeah, I should open up more. But when you spend so much time not doing it, it just can't like come out yeah because yeah. then not only that but you're just either going to get like way too many feelings at once you're just going to throw everything at that person yeah that person is not going to be prepared for <laughs> <No>. that <laughs> they're like what do you well, yeah. how did we get about clowns yeah, like, yeah how did exactly, this happen exactly. like, you know what I mean? like it just became a whole thing yeah uh I, no you know it, it's funny you bring that up because um you know my upbringing was i was i was taught not to divulge my feelings but then i was also self-taught and mm -hmm. what i'm like what i mean by that is is like you know <clears throat> coming from like a family that has mental illness yeah in the 60s and 70s that's not something that's necessarily as like sought out or um understanding like yeah. now in this generation we understand each other a lot more mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we're much more understanding of like you know bigotry hatred racism yeah. um mental illness mm -hmm. but back then that wasn't the case it was either you were crazy or you wasn't yeah you know what i mean so growing up <clears throat> a lot of the stuff that like 
I would be dealing with emotionally, yeah. um, I was instructed not mm-hmm. not to convulge exactly. those because I what I was told was you never know where that can go because it can go from saying hey I don't like I kind of don't feel like living yeah all of a sudden you're in a nut house and yeah. that's what I was like kind of taught mm. my entire like you know like as a child yeah and then the ramifications of being like I, I was a poet in high school nice so um uh, Rene Descartes. No, <laughs> yeah, <I'm done. laughs> but like you know being like being a poet being a writer um i would put my heart in my stuff mm-hmm. and you know there'll be times where teachers have you know taken me after class and be like are you okay do we need to talk about what's going on in the home and it's like it doesn't mean that my home is violent it just means yeah. i'm i'm I suffer from depression like mm-hmm. and instead of them trying to say like hey this kid might have depression like you get what I mean like they instantly crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just like no no, no like he's probably being yeah. abused and it's like it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. that it's just this is what I suffer from yeah so naturally getting those responses from teachers you know um, you know friends who would look at like um, I remember one time you know I I wrote like a poem and I showed it to uh, like a I would say an adult mm-hmm. um, that was very close to me. And when I showed them, their response was, why you always write about death? And instead of going and saying, oh, maybe he suffers from depression, yeah. they, they, it was negative, like their feelings. Mm-hmm. Since I made you feel a negative feeling, yeah. now I am portrayed mm-hmm. as the bad one. And it's like, that's that's not fair to me to be scrutinized because of how I feel. So yeah. it made me go and say, okay, so then that's fine. I'm going to feel bad, but I'm going to feel bad by myself. And I think... The, it doesn't really matter your upbringing as well as like just as a society i think like you turn on the tv you're watching judge judy and then it's like do you feel down yeah do you feel low (laughs) try this pill and like instantly it just makes you feel even worse for feeling really small like you know feeling Mm -hmm. really bad like i remember um my mom works in daycare and she used to like let us watch tv in the summer because school was out and that's the only way you know somebody could you know watch me you know because yeah. like my dad would work mm-hmm. so um you know i was with my mom and i would sit in the room jerry springer would come on yeah. and have, you know i shouldn't be watching that <laughs> but like afterwards it would be like these like you know these commercials for antidepressants mm-hmm. and i remember like even as a child feeling like if you felt bad then that's bad and you must always be happy yeah. and so if you're growing up and you're depressed whenever you see someone who's happy you're envious of that but then you don't want to show that so what do you do I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm the smiley face in the commercial. Exactly. Like you know what I mean? And it's like that doesn't make you want to go to somebody and open up and get help. It just mm. makes you want to sit there and wallow even more because you're like, why is everybody else happy and I'm not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why is everybody else have a smile on their face and I don't? Mm-hmm. So now I have to pretend to be with you guys. And sometimes I feel like you get lost in pretending so much. You oh, forget. It is. Like you get like it becomes yeah. exhausting. You should. Um, this is gonna be an awful shameless plug, but yeah. <laughs> okay. I I read a I wrote an article last week about feeling empty, and I feel like the thing about feeling empty is like it's not sad or happy or depressed. It's just empty. Like there's yeah. no emotion at all. It sort of like reminded me of like the end of Inside Out. Okay. Where when she, she's just walking around. Yeah. Like, when she's like walking around, like she just nothing. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes that happens, and uh, the one thing I also like because it's gonna like come come full circle to like the opening up about feelings is that if you feel that way, it's impossible to talk to because usually some people aren't geared to deal with that. Yeah, like yeah. don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say like friends are like <clears throat> off or whatever. Not that's like it is difficult to understand why I feel this way, or I may not even know how to explain it. So that's usually an issue that could take. You know take forth and 
look, I, I'm just because I go through it doesn't even mean I'm the best person to go to. I'm gonna listen to you because I'm not judgmental. Yeah. But some people aren't equipped to deal with that, and that's another reason why I assume people don't open up. Say, yeah. I can tell you this emotion or whatever I'm feeling, but you may not understand it, and that's another reason why I wouldn't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, I I got two funny stories on on that exact thing right yeah. so and I, I i kind of learned this right so i had an ex one time and um i was i was in a really bad depression because i lost somebody mm-hmm. that meant a lot to me and um she goes and she asks me what motivates me now at the time i'm depressed right so you're asking me like because basically I, I i watched this uh uh He's my favorite bodybuilder. His name is C.T. Fletcher. Mm-hmm. And um, he suffered three heart attacks. Um, well, he suffered a massive heart attack and died three times on the operating table. Oh, so, um, but he lived. Mm-hmm. Like, he lived after that. And he couldn't walk. And what ended up happening was, was that um, he couldn't walk, he couldn't eat, he couldn't sleep. Like, he was, he was just all fucked up. He, uh, he says in his videos that he begged God to just kill him. Because he was like, what's the point of living if you can't do anything, especially... What you love. What you love, which is, yeah. he was a powerlifter. So he goes to the hospital one day, and the, um, and the doctor went and was like, you're a powerlifter? And he was like, yeah. He was like, a world champion powerlifter. He's like, yeah. He goes, so what happened to you? And he felt so destroyed that he used that as his like starting off point to push himself to become you know a great bodybuilder again mm-hmm. and then like he ended up becoming a youtube sensation yeah right he's you know like like top of the world he's inspiring all these people he's he kind of got me into uh you know powerlifting mm-hmm. and i would say he's like my dad's arnold schwarzenegger to yeah. me like arnold schwarzenegger to everybody else this is ct fletcher to me and um what ended up happening was he suffered another heart attack almost died again and now he's starting it all over, right? Yeah. So I uh, show the ex that I was with like one of his videos, and she goes, "How are you not inspired by this?" Now I'm depressed. Yeah. So I watch these two get inspired, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work on me. Mm-hmm. I have a chemical imbalance in my brain, so yeah. you can watch this, and a normal person could watch and be inspired, and you know, go. But it doesn't mean it's always going to work for me. So mm-hmm. sometimes it would just motivate me to get up. Yeah. Uh, to to go eat, to go to the gym, but that was enough for me. So when she asked me like, "What motivates you?" I told her nothing. So she goes and she was like, well, "Why nothing motivates you?" And in a fit of rage from all of the stuff that I was building, I yelled at her and I told her, "Well, nothing motivates me because eventually the human existence is not going to exist anymore, and then that's it." Yeah. Oh, why is there an alarm going off? No, <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, so I, you I know, pay copyright for that. Now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so I, I go and I said, um, you know, nothing motivates me because eventually the world's not going to exist. You know, Earth may be destroyed. The sun's going to blow out. There is no God. And when I close my eyes, it's all going to go black because mm-hmm. I'm an atheist. And um, you know, after I like let that all out, it was like, what, what would you do? You know what I mean? What can you do when you realize that that's the ultimate end? It's yeah. like if I'm you know the greatest leader of all time we're all going to get forgotten yeah. and that's a very depressing thought mm-hmm. to walk around with especially like around the time you know we were having a lot of you know violence you know yeah. police officer violence you know you you have this you know president nomination you just have a lot of stuff that you're just sitting here dwelling on all this negative energy mm-hmm. nothing motivated me and after i like completely like just ripped into her and said this like she's looking at me in tears and i just felt so bad i was like i gave you that 
that all that pain, all that thing mm-hmm. that I was, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to give that to you. Yeah. And she was depressed for three days. Wouldn't talk, wouldn't eat. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't like. She didn't want to talk to me. I was like, "What did I do? Like, I made. I, I gave her depression. Yeah, like, that's I, amazing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like. Damn, I'm not even that good. At <laughs> like, so I was like, "Fuck! Like, I, I ruined. Like, I ruined yeah. her. And like, she bounced back and got back to her regular self. And um, well, I feel like that's the thing. I, I, I don't want to say that being depressed is common. I mean, it probably is more than I know. Like, I don't have like any statistics on me, but right. I feel like the more self-aware you become with the life, the more depressed you do. It is. It's like it's insane. Like I, I, I'll have like that feeling. It's like, yeah, like I, I want to be able to do this, this, and this. But there's like some days it's like, well, why bother? I don't know. It's like it's, I don't know. It's difficult to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and is. I, I mean, it's that thing. Like you were talking about. Like you know, she, she was asking like, what's wrong? And then you just go yeah. all in there. It's like it's difficult when you spend a lot of time bottling things up that. It's just all gonna explode. Yeah, and it's just gonna someone. come out like word. You don't know it. who, yeah. but um, yeah, and it like goes back to that thing where sometimes it is difficult opening up to someone when there is a lack of trust. I'm not saying that there was a lack of trust there, but I you just like don't so know how the other person is gonna perceive all the, that. The way I've thought of it is like it's not you trusting that person. I don't think you trust yourself on how they're gonna respond. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. I think I either read this somewhere or wrote it at some point, but I legit started thinking that where I was like, yeah, the, why I don't open up to people? It's like, it's, I don't know. I just, I don't, it's not that I don't trust you. It's to, I, I don't trust what's going to happen after. Right. Like, yeah. A, 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 am I going to then spill more out? Like, yeah. Um, is this I, like the, like you open just a little and then yeah, all of a sudden yeah, the yeah, whole exactly. floodgates come I, out? I, I remember I went out with someone around October, and uh, I, I was I was like pretty sad and whatnot, and I, I was even like pissed off. I actually went out with her in the first place, I, not because of her. It's just like me. It's like I'm not in the right mindset to do this, but like I already agreed to this, so it's sort of like, yeah, I'll, I'll go. And she knew that I was like out of it. It's like, oh yeah. It's like I, I'm sorry. I don't really talk about like, and it's it, it's difficult to tell someone that it's not them. Yeah, yeah. But people they assume it's it like, is, oh, wait, yeah. you don't trust me. It's like, well, honestly, we just met each other last month. How could I trust? <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's just mean to say to someone. But it's like, it's true. Um, there's people that I've known for years that I don't talk about this. Yeah. With, and like, that it's why I write about it. It's why I podcast about it. Like, I can talk about this all day in, like, the background of something. Yeah, but yeah. To be able to be face-to-face with someone and tell them how I feel no yeah that's that's a lot and yeah. I, I, th- I think like to go back to what I was saying before yeah, about yeah. like you know like so she was depressed for three days and it made me sit there and say well this is why I don't open up mm-hmm. because now I gave you kind of like my curse yeah and then not only that but then how do you perceive me mm-hmm. because what ends up happening is like I, and I've noticed this is like you know people see you as this you know chipper or whatever yeah um, but then the moment you divulge something can it be a brand? You get yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or are you, you know, are you the the person who is victimized? Are you the person who is depressed? Are you the person who is suicidal? Everyone and has like a term that goes for them. Like, yeah, everyone has like that one verb that you get, like that trait. Yeah, you always have that one word. Like someone could just describe you in one word, and it's easy. Like, and it's too yeah. easy. Yeah. But you then again, it's funny if you ask different people, they'll probably give you different 
words because for different people yeah yeah because it's not only that but you probably open up to one person more than another yep like someone will say like oh you know it's really funny another one is like self-deprecating it's like whoa it's like oh that's true <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, like, but yeah. someone will see that differently based on how i interact with them mm-hmm, and everyone has a different level of whatever feelings you open up or whatever emotions you want to open up to yeah and i, w- I was gonna say like the, the thing that's like a good example is like uh i had somebody come to me recently mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and tell me, hey, like, I know that you are bipolar, manic, depressive, um, and started asking me what can they do to um, be on that, you know, like, like, you know, to find out about theirs. Like, they oh, wanted to, like, oh, okay, they okay. wanted to know if they were bipolar. Oh, okay. I should have yeah, yeah. explained okay. that better. They wanted to know if they were bipolar, um, and they wanted to see what symptoms I go through, and mm-hmm. I told them, well, it's not universal, yeah. so you, you would need to do your own research, see, you know, get help, and any person that... You know, personally, I'm saying if you feel like you need to get help, then you probably should. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, like to me, that, that changed my life. And, and, and it's not for everyone. I, I don't yeah. think it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. But you don't know until you try. I, I didn't want to go. But anyway, it's a whole other tangent. So he, uh, you know, he was asking about it. And we had a conversation. And even he didn't want to go to someone else about it or like, you yeah. know, to, to, you know, mutual family members because he was afraid that he might get judged. And then it was like, so the good thing was, is I'm the bipolar guy to him. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's okay. But he didn't want to be the bipolar guy. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's great when you got it. But then what if everybody finds out I got it? Oh no, I'm the bipolar guy. You see what I mean? And like, once you become like, like, Personally, I'm at the job all the time, and they would say, "Oh man, this person's bipolar, and this person's bipolar," and it hurts me just a little because it's like you really don't know what you're saying. No, no, no. It's like the and same thing. Like I bet people who legitimately have OCD hate when people say they have OCD. Oh, yeah, like, like oh, like, so OCD. Like, that's not you. Like this is nowhere near. Yeah. Like OCD is like I'm, I'm here. I am trying to describe something that I don't have. But, <laughs> like, the way I've seen it depicted in actual ways or see people is like they cannot function unless things are like a specific yeah. thing. Like, like and people are like, oh yeah, I can't really like go to the store unless like that's not the same. Yeah, it's not thing. the same. Yeah. Like oh like oh like oh I'm so O C D I like to have four banana slices on my, my <laughs> peanut butter sandwich. Cause, Cause I can't have more than four. Yeah. Can't have less. Like no. like that's not it's like stop. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. not obsessing over that. You, yeah. You will eat your Like legit you know, if there was only three, you would probably still, still eat, eat it. it. Yeah. But <laughs> this person would like I need to go downstairs, buy a banana just so I could have that fourth slice. Right. And, and it has to be like a specific banana. Like you give yeah. it to me. I mean like, this is this is the horrible example but it's but, yeah. an ex- it's just like the easiest way to explain like, yeah. what one person may go through who assumes they have OCD or like yeah yeah, yeah. So and I, I think greater I think like part of the problem is is misinformation yeah that's that and too it, it's not only misinformation but then it's also like because it becomes taboo so like uh, a good example was I have uh, a friend who I do not know whether or not she suffers from depression. Mm. Um, she and I have never had this conversation. But every time I used to be on social media, she would post something that seemed oh, very yeah, I think you depressing. Me, I yeah. Me about this before. And I, like when I had a conversation with someone else about it, they were like, oh, why does she always put up depressing posts? And I was like, are you bothered that she puts up depressing posts? Or are you bothered that she's depressed? Mm. Because that's the real question to me. Yeah. Because if you're asking me, 
are you bothered by that? Are you reminded mm -hmm. that you might be sad? Is yeah. that a problem for you? Or like, you see what I mean? So that becomes a whole thing. Yeah. So then now it makes me not want to open up to you because now for I know sure. if I tell you something that's emotionally vulnerable for me, yeah. are you going to look at me like, ah, oh, he made me feel bad. Like, why would I be friends with <laughs> yeah, him? And yeah. like that automatically makes me go, okay, so then I'm not going to open up to you. Well, you know? Yeah, I, I think I wrote this, like it was like same article that I was like talking about like last week or the week before. Um, it sort of upsets me sometimes when people say they want authenticity, mm -hmm. but when it comes too truthful, it's like, oh no, wait, that's too true, too yeah. real. It's like you can't have it both ways. You don't want someone to like be authentic and honest, and then like when that honesty doesn't bode well to whatever it is you want your honesty to be, then it's like a bad thing. It's like no, 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 that's too much. You got to dial that back. It's like yeah, oh, no, you wanted honesty. I'm gonna give you honesty. Yeah, yeah. I could be. I could pick my words like you know in a nice mm -hmm. way yeah, I, yeah. I, I could i could phrase this very well yeah but it doesn't mean that the truth is going to be different you know what i mean like i'm not going to sugarcoat it for mm -hmm. you but at the same time i'm not going to go and just be like a complete asshole but yeah. you, you need to have that nice balance and i feel like a lot of people don't even want that like they just want like oh if you're gonna give me the truth give me like 90 percent fluff and 10 yeah. percent truth yeah and i i feel like that's like will smith Tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I just feel like that's part of the problem too. It's like if I realize more now that I've like now that I've um found out what was wrong with me, that mm -hmm. I have bipolar now what's wrong with me? What I found out what was one of my issues, you know, that I was struggling with for so long was my bipolar manic depressive. But the moment I found out that what it was, at first I didn't like it. I was like, yeah. Oh man, I'm crazy. But then the more I spoke to other people who suffer from anxiety, OCD, depression, um, you know, manic depression, whatever it is, I was able to relate to them a lot more yeah. because then I was like, we we're able to like share memes and, mm -hmm. you know, like I have a community of people that, yeah. that I can go and say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. You understand. Can like, how do you deal with this? And the more people that I found that have that, the more empowered I feel because I'm like, I have a community that can support me when I need that support and I'm not alone. Yeah. But I feel like because we were so f afraid to be branded as that, they miss that opportunity and mm -hmm. you feel even more alone and even more hollow. That's really interesting because then I sort of like think of like Robin Williams. Like yeah. he didn't know he was depressed mm -hmm. until after. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's probably what he thought the same way. Like he was known to bringing smiles to people's faces and then like to people then realize, wait, he's not happy. Mm -hmm. he's, trying, he's making us happier. Like, or yeah it's interesting like how artists or so like deal with that they sort of use that as their escape but it's helping other people out or yeah oh what was it that a uh, quote from watchmen which um like the, the about like the the someone, sad clown yeah the, like the guy yeah. who's like yeah you know i'm feeling sad i need to go somewhere it's like oh you should go see this clown he's performing it's like but i am the clown, clown like, yeah oh. and you know if you think about it that's that's <laughs> Because most comedians, the people that are the funniest are usually the ones that when you speak to and yeah. you find like you find out they're like so fucked up. And yeah, you're like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like I'm one of those people. Like, mm -hmm. I know that like if someone I, I, I know some people. Humor is a great defense mechanism. It is. Yeah. And it's a good way to hide. Mm -hmm. Because but but then you also get like I this happens to me all the time. Like, you know, I, I feel like some people who may have known me. Maybe my entire life would listen to this podcast and go, holy shit, Renee has depression? I, yeah. I didn't, I never knew that. And that's because I'm, I, like, I could either be the quiet one or I could be the funny guy. Yeah. And at my job, 
countless jokes. But then yeah. as soon as the joke is over and I turn around, my face goes straight. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like that felt nothing to mm-hmm. me, but you laughed. Yeah, and sometimes you know now I feel better because I'm like, well, I made somebody else laugh. Exactly, and maybe that distracted them from, from their for, own for, for, for their own pain. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit, and like that makes me feel better about myself. But you know, sitting and wallowing and not telling anybody and hiding mm-hmm. and like you know, like yeah, I'm gonna probably get somebody who sit there like, oh, you're bipolar, you're crazy. Um, yeah. You know, I have exes who have you know left me because of my mental illness you know what i mean so it's like yeah that happens that pain does happen but then at the same time it's i wouldn't get everything else that i got with that it's true you know what i mean yeah. so it's kind of like it's a, it's a give and take you mm-hmm. know i may have one person that i thought was you know trustworthy i've opened up to and then they've abandoned me um and that make me that would make me a little bit more reluctant but then at the same time it makes me value the people who have stuck around you know it's odd for me, it's always been the opposite. Like, oh. I've opened up, but I've left. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, like, <laughs> I'm the one that's like, oh, he's like, and they took it well. It's like, hmm, that's not what I actually was hoping for. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to leave this. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm using this as a way of a year actually embracing it. It's like, no, I'm sorry. That's not what I'm wanting. <laughs> from this right now um it's like but, i'm a beast yeah. get away from me i'm a monster so um this is one thing i was like reading and it said that like oh no actually it's sort of like my own statement but i was like i assume that like specific steps have to be taken like we were talking about before that you can't just go straight in like usually it has to be a little bit at a time and sometimes i think it's patience that people don't have i matched with someone i think middle of last month we like started talking and i legit was honest about like yeah i'm not someone that's going to open up that quickly and she was like oh huh, i don't know how that's going to work it's like mm, like i'm not going to solve that for you <laughs> yeah you're someone who's we're like in the complete opposites when it comes to emotions she is okay with saying whatever it is she wants and i'm not yeah and I can imagine how that would work when you would assume that I'm this way, so I expect you to open up. Which is like weird, because then I was like, wait, I like being closed, so I expect you to be closed too. So, right, right, right. So right. where is that, like that, where's that middle ground? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it depends on the person, how, what previous experience have they had? Yeah. Like, are there someone that usually prefers going out with people who are extroverts and like people who are extroverts are usually going to be like more this way and which is odd because I'm an extrovert like based on like Myers-Briggs test it's like but the good thing is that when I the test I took actually broke down percentages oh okay so it's not like I'm just an extrovert it's like I'm 70% extrovert it's like I like the idea of knowing that I'm 30% introvert because I need that idea that you can't just be one full thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have... There needs to be a little bit of both. No one can just be, like, 100% extrovert. Like, if they are, like, that's insane. Like, that's a little bit too much. They're either that or homeless. Like, well, <laughs> well, no. The, the, the thing with that is that then those are the people that are too needy. Really? Because they, I'm assuming you would always need that kind of attention. Okay, I see what you like, mean. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, like, that's the case, but, like, if you... It's, you're accustomed to... Yeah, you're accustomed to, of, like, being around people. And then you're not. Yeah. It's like... Do here, yeah. Like, imagine like being in, the, in your house by yourself. It's like, what is this like? It's like, really? Like, that's just to me, there's a party. Like, it, like, it, like yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. I'm alone. Yeah, no need for pants or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like, just boxes. Or yeah, it's like Netflix and chill with myself. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, in terms of like the whole steps thing, like was that something that you had to go through? Like saying like, hey, I need to, I'm this way and it's going to take me a while to get to whatever it is that you're hoping that I become. Right. Like, you know, you know, what's funny is like with me, um, I've noticed that I can share a lot, mm-hmm. but I can also disassociate what I'm sharing. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. I what I mean by that is, is like oh, I could, for sure. yeah, I could talk yes. about something that ideally would be emotional yep. and is emotional mm-hmm. but in the time of the conversation i don't feel it it's after mm. where i'm sitting there going oh i opened up yeah. oh shit what was that why is that in my stomach <laughs> oh i feel like crying and it's like yeah. it's a whole thing it's, it's and the worst feeling yeah because yeah. then you're like what, what did i say and then like you get the cold sweat it's like yeah. and peel yeah <laughs> like, and he's like sweating down his face yeah. it's like oh man i told her i loved her oh what the fuck <laughs> like, it's too soon too, too soon. soon oh man it's been a year and i just <laughs> yeah right it's like not even like for me would yeah. be like oh man it's been 18 years why did i tell her i love her like, <laughs> like <laughs> so, it's like, so it's like um uh like i remember a great stand-up um, was a uh, like, what was it? John Leguizamo mm, he did mm-hmm. one bit where he was like he was talking about how he was trying to open up to his girlfriend, but he couldn't say "I love you." Yeah. So he'd be like, ah, la, 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 yeah. la, and like she'd be like, "It's okay, John, you love me, yeah. right?" And it's like I feel like that, yeah. like where it's just like, like I want to tell you mm-hmm. how I feel, but then at the same time I don't because I'm afraid of everything that comes after. Well, so yeah. So yeah. with the steps, I would say for me, it's like. Um, I would, I would give a little and then see how that goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a, a little could be depending on what it is. Like, mm-hmm. you get what I mean? Like, it could be a little could be like, oh, I'm divorced. That's a yeah. little. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a little. But mm-hmm. how I feel about that? Now, that's a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a whole other thing. And it's like, you may never get all of yeah. that. You just may get, oh, man, did you know that? I had a dog that passed away? Like, you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's all you're getting. Yeah. Like, you get what I mean? Like, you're giving, like the like the first act yeah but not the rest of the film yeah yeah, yeah. Like, are you giving like the opening scene here's yeah, a that's teaser it. yeah like you just a got trailer there you go there's a trailer of your life that says like when it gets to the movie never no, well, well, like, well, it got cancelled I'm sorry I was gonna say like to me Marvel <laughs> execution in terms of like it's films is the way I review myself right ah, so it's, 18 steps it, yeah, it's like, it's, yeah exactly it's like I got no no it's not even 18 steps yeah. you got the teaser to the teaser of Iron Man. Yeah. Then you got the teaser to Iron Man. Yeah. Then you get the trailer for Iron Man. Then you get Iron Man. Then you get 18 movies. Okay. And then you get Infinity War. Yeah, so like That's my life. steps. Yeah. <laughs> like, just all... And that includes every trailer. Yeah. Like, every... Yeah. But, and not only that, but then, like, the after credits count. Yeah. Too, so I give you a <laughs> little sneak peek. Yeah, yeah. That actually doesn't come back to, like, the other movie that comes yeah, out exactly. years later. The so. other emotional story. No. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I never, like, thought of it that way. And I always feel that way, too, when, like, I'll... Like th- this has happened, and I, I sort of like started figuring that out on my own now that I never open up when I first meet someone. Never. And yeah. I'm always curious, like when they say, like, "Oh yeah, I didn't feel a connection." It's like, "Well, yeah, because I didn't open up." So yeah. If that's the kind of connection you thought you were gonna get, it's like, "Oh, see, I didn't know that." So mm-hmm. in that case, like, I get that because, like, if someone says, like, I think usually people have like typical first date questions. They'll be like, "Do you have siblings?" No. How does that make you feel? It's like. Um, I don't know. It's been 29 years. I feel like at this point, I know how I feel about being an only child. Like, right. why do you, like, why, why is that, like, still a question? Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, you know, like, my parents got divorced. Like, oh, my God, what was that like? It's like, oof, you're definitely not going to get that. Like, a therapist tried and no, I, like, left. Yeah. So that's what happened with, like, my therapist, right? Uh, it was, like, in school. Like, the school I went to, they had, like, free therapy sessions. But no one knew about it unless you were, like, a psych major. 
Mm. Like, that's how I found out because a friend of mine was a psych major. And yeah, it legit took like six sessions to break one small thing <laughs> that we talked about in the first one. I was like, nope, I'm done. No, no, I opened mm, up too much here. Too nope, much. we're good. This is free, so I don't really have to worry about paying for this. So <laughs> I don't really have to come back. And I yeah. didn't. And it's just, yeah, I, I feel like that's something like probably steps that if you're like in a relationship or dating someone is like, it's so difficult when, like I said before, you're trained not yeah. to. You train yourself to bottle things up or just like build walls around yeah, yeah. people and, and it, I, to me it's also it's not to cut you off but mm-hmm. it's, it's scary because like <clears throat> I've noticed that more through conversations I've figured out more about myself yeah. because when you start to like hear yourself say these things you start to go oh oh, that that's kind of fucked up like yeah. e- either it would be like something that happened to me or something that my opinion about something I'm like mm-hmm. wow I didn't I didn't think about that I didn't challenge myself so you stay the same yeah. if you don't open up but then at the same time I feel like with opening up I found out things I never wanted to find out yeah, about myself that's, or other that's people that's another thing too and yeah. I think that's something that people don't like recognize is that mm-hmm. the reason why you probably hide things is because you don't want to figure out those truths yeah like it's easier to hide your feelings because you're not actually dealing with them. Exactly. Which is, yeah, like I never thought of it that way. And I was like, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, like when, like when I went, when I was with, you know, I told you like therapist, I was like, yeah, it's like I'm running away from this problem because I already mm-hmm. saw what the issue was, but I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, so yeah. I ran away from that. And that's sort of like the same thing why people can be so guarded. It's, yeah. Honestly, it's not even other people, it's themselves. Like we, I think, human beings do a great job of lying to themselves yeah. so much. Like, mm-hmm. I do it too. Like, I say, yeah, I'm going to do this this day. Like, I'm not saying, like, that's a little bit different, but, like, the idea is, like, I'm going to want to accomplish this and I don't do it. And it's not... Maybe I don't do it because I'm scared of actually accomplishing it, which is, like, weird. Like, you would think, like, I want to work on this web series or this article or whatever, or, like, web serial, like, or character development. It's like, oh, no, it's going to be awful, so why would I even bother doing it? It's like, mm-hmm. shit like that. <laughs> you yeah. don't even think about it. So it's easier to run away from that than to deal with, like, I'd rather at least have it out there. Yeah. But, and it's interesting. It's sort of like what I've been learning myself in the past couple of just writing things out and actually publishing my feelings which is like Oof, what? So I could publish my writing feelings but I'm not going to be able to tell you about it face to face. Right, right, right. But, like, even just doing that, it's sort of, like, it makes myself more accountable now. You know, you know, you know what's great about that is, I, so I, I didn't realize it till while we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. But my entire life, I've set myself up in kind of that way, right? And here's why. So, I, I love tattoos. I have tattoos. Yeah. I collect my tattoos, mm-hmm. right? And anytime somebody has, a, like, asks me about my tattoo, each one has such a significant meaning that's associated with something so deep in my life. I'm literally a billboard yeah. for three, things. Three yeah. billboards of... <laughs> right, right, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, a, a, my best friend one time, like, I showed him my tattoo for Zero, my dog mm-hmm. who passed away, and he said, the thing I love about your tattoos is you're decorating your um, your body with your, your life, mm-hmm. like, your story. Yeah. And I basically am wearing my scars, yeah. right? Like, I, you know, I have my grandma tattoo, who I lost. I have um, my Zero tattoo, who I lost. Um, you know, and then, you know, I have this Punisher tattoos for my dad. And, you know, like, with all of that, it's kind of like, it's asking you to have a conversation with me about opening up. Yeah. And I never really thought about it that way. But then I realized I do that in my art because I put so much of myself in my art yeah. that 
with other people because <clears throat> I remember this like like uh, I, I let somebody read something and they were like wow that's that's raw like that really happened and I was yeah. like yeah I know and they were like but aren't you afraid that somebody might know and I'm like no nah, just lie and say like I just I just made it up like, yeah. like I had this idea this character yeah, yeah. and it's like but character it's, building yeah but it's literally just me that's my form of opening mm-hmm. up and I think <clears throat> and I don't know if this is me being a millennial or not but I think a lot of this generation finds it easier to hide because they can yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you have a profile. Now I can make it look like this is who I am. Hey, I, you I'm going to take a picture. Boom, filters. Yeah. Make myself look better than mm-hmm. how I feel about myself. Exactly. Yeah. Like And, like, you know, I am I told you that I'm into, you know, powerlifting and, like, you know, a lot of bodybuilding. A lot of the aesthetics are, like, you know, lies. You mm-hmm. know, like, people would take, you know, certain gear to look a certain way and then say, yeah. oh, I'm all natural. Or, yeah. you know, you have, you know, a lot of people are heavily into makeup. And then, yeah. you know, you remove that and it's like you look like a completely different person. Yeah. So I think that this generation has so much access to hiding. Yeah. It makes it so much easier to hide from somebody, which also makes it harder to open up because then you're afraid, well, hey, I put up all these masks, all these walls. Yeah. Fuck, like if you realize who I am under, will you still like me? Yeah. Will you still love me? Because mm-hmm. then you start to ask, but do I even love myself? Ooh. And then once you start to ask that, then you're like, Oh shit! I don't love myself. How do I expect you to love me? Oh fuck! All right, so yeah, we're yeah, gonna keep the mask on. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, you know what I mean? We're gonna Put get back the... on. Get a yeah. filter. Nah, that filter's not good enough. Yeah, no, exactly. I need eight filters for yeah, this. You exactly. know, and. Oh, you know, like you take a filter, screenshot, put another filter, screenshot, put another filter, <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> I mean, think about it. We literally have an app design designed to put filters on your face yeah. and like like oh uh, man like don't get me started on going on tinder <laughs> and then just seeing bunny rabbit bunny rabbit yeah like you know dog yeah. <laughs> you know like, it's like i want to date a person not yeah, somebody exactly. trying to be an animal like yeah. well i want to be an animal yeah, this, yeah. like <laughs> so much easier yeah exactly <laughs> no, no bills to pay yeah <laughs> i want to be a dog like yeah. <laughs> it's crazy oh man um so yeah um there's this one article i don't even remember the title but it was from like your tango so it was sort of like breaking things down as to like opening up it doesn't even mean a partner it could just mean person person like family member friend etc and it like starts off with saying like identifying your feeling it's like well that's easy yeah i feel sad i can identify that yeah the next part is talk about it saying i'm sad that's easy yeah the next part is listen and say oof you know what right I've never gone past like this part because you would have to communicate to listen so I would just identify the feeling call it a day (laughs) there's so like that person I was telling you about that I went on a date with uh, like in October I legit started like my face or like started just I wasn't gonna cry but it's like emotions were getting in there it's like nah no, my, stop. my eyes are sweating we're, stop, we're stopping this now <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not opening up anymore I, I did like 2% and that was too much <laughs> we're gonna go back to zero where it's safer like the, like the, the, the little characters in your head like yeah, from yeah, inside yeah. out yeah, they're exactly. like oh it's an overload stop shut, shut that out Tony no. <laughs> joy comes back it's like happy it's like okay good yeah, yeah. alright yeah. right, we're good we're yeah good. we're happy um, the next part is like always like the next part would be well, I've never gotten that far but it's like validate each other's feelings which mm. is interesting because it's not just listening it's like trying to understand like it's not just hearing words it's like trying to take in what they're saying and why they feel that way doesn't mean you have to agree with them but it's the idea like validating I understand that I may not yeah. understand that but I get where you're coming from and sometimes that's usually the difficult part and that's very difficult and the next part is like expect to make mistakes and that is the worst part like if yeah. you're someone who and 
honestly, I saw this and this legit, like that expect to make mistakes is one of like my biggest flaws, I think, is that I need things to go a specific way. Yeah. Like I remember when I did my last episode, I had to do three takes because like, nope, 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 that doesn't work that way. I need to start this over. I, I would have kept it, but I couldn't on the app. But yeah, um, there was this um, article I sent a friend of mine about procrastinating. Okay. And one of the things they talk about the issues of being procrastinating is that you tend to look things differently. Like you have like either this self-worth that you prefer leaving things to the last minute because you think it's going to be awful anyway. So you might as well build that later. Yeah, yeah, Or like you don't have that motivation now because you assume it's not going to go well. Like, and that's the thing. Like life is about making mistakes, but it's more difficult because it makes you more of a flawed human being. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Like just going through that and I was like, oh shit, that's a lot. Like I was going through like these different steps. Like, no, no. Uh, I couldn't even well, get through two. You know, uh, <laughs> there's like, there's a part where you're supposed to expect to make mistakes. I haven't even gone past that. Like, no. Expect? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, because that, that's like um, a good example is like I was, so C.T. Fletcher, he, mm-hmm. he went and he did a video recently and they call him the Superman of Compton, mm. right? Like, that's what they call him. Yeah. And what was what was interesting was in his latest video, it was called Last Will and Testament, right? Mm-hmm. Um, towards the end, he was like, why would I go and make a video and show you what I've been going through? Show you that I can't eat by myself. Show yeah. you that my son has to clothe me. Mm-hmm. Show you that I can't do push-ups when I was a world-famous powerlifter. Why would yeah. I show you my weakness? Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there going, if he can do this... Yeah. On this scale, yeah, and I relate to him on that level. Then why can't I be that vulnerable? And and I think once, like once I heard that question, why why can't I show you this? It makes you, it makes you wonder about like, can you be vulnerable with somebody? And what image that kind of creates from you? Because mm-hmm. like, um, I would say like like personally, I'm I'm not perceived as somebody who's bipolar, manic depressive. I'm not perceived as somebody that can be can be vulnerable yeah um you know i'm known to be a hothead i'm known Mm -hmm. that because i have muscles then i should be strong i'm known that like and i've noticed that i get treated different as a man who has a beard and muscles than somebody who is you know let's just say flamboyant and who is still a male but flamboyant clean shaven and and frail Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because in their mind it's no we expect you to be fragile we expect you to be vulnerable we expect you and it's like but they can be just as hard up or cold as someone who is like me. But because you're looking at the cover, then now it makes me go and say, okay, so I like that perception. I like being considered strong. I like being considered, you know what I mean? Like um, like an alpha male, if you want to call mm-hmm. it that. But then when those vulnerable moments come, I want to be able to expose myself. But will you be there yeah. to accept that? Because then somebody might go, Oh no no he's vulnerable. He cries. He has muscles and he cries. How, like oh you're you're you know all these derogatory <laughs> yeah, terms yeah, yeah. that makes you lesser than a man stereotype. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that just that just hurts because it makes you not want to do those things. Yeah. And I think that that also creates a person who can be like you know um like so invested in keeping up that persona that they don't ever get to truly be themselves and that makes them hate themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes them hurt like you know because they're like well, I'm so always supposed to be this. I'm a woman, so I'm always supposed to be this. I'm a man because I'm always supposed to be this. Yeah. I'm a something, so I always have to be something. And it's like, it, it, why do we need to put that much pressure? And I think 
just the idea of going and sitting there and saying, I need to validate your feelings. I need to listen to your feelings. That's a lot for somebody because is it against what I feel? Mm. Now, if it's against what I feel, now it's defensive because what I've believed my entire life might be wrong. And now you're telling me I'm wrong? I can't be wrong. I need to be right because this is the only thing that I kind of have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, like I noticed that in religion. I noticed that in gender roles. I've noticed that like when somebody believes a certain thing, it has to be fact or else their beliefs may be you know on shaky ground mm -hmm. on shaky foundation so they're scared of that so it's like so then <clears throat> like a good example is like my dad is very like of the 60s very like you know strong type you know quiet he loves like the, like the john wayne types the clint eastwood types now he doesn't watch the movies but that's yeah, how yeah, he is yeah, yeah. um with for him more of de niro like if yeah. you look at de niro he's just mm -hmm. very like mm -hmm. this like ideal kind of man and i feel like when you start to see that crack it's like oh no god forbid you're not that yeah. that you know that man and it's just like but why can't you be and then it's just like no because i don't that's the way i was taught to be so i have to be that way but then it makes you not like anyone who is like that when you're secretly like that you know what i mean and it becomes mm -hmm. like that whole thing of just like you know fighting with yourself and it's just like and it just sucks because i feel like if more people were sitting there and accepting of other people's beliefs um, like not saying that you have to believe what they believe yeah, just yeah. respect it you know what I mean and be able to understand where they come from listen to them and you may disagree but at the same time if they're able to come to an understanding you know what I mean like I'm an atheist but my mom is Catholic mm -hmm. do I respect her beliefs yes do I understand her beliefs yes do I share her beliefs no and that's okay mm -hmm. I can attend church with my mom and support her and she can go and tell me that I need Jesus. But like yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like and, and it's gonna be that because yeah. like, you know, my mom will never have that conversation with me and then mm -hmm. go and say, Well, is his beliefs valid? No, because then it will make her question hers. Yeah. And I think that that's where it starts to have that whole like question well, you know what I mean? That's interesting because I've always looked at it like so when I did um sort of like the inspiration for this podcast was an article I wrote and I sent it to like my cousin read it. And he was like, oh, dude, I didn't know anything of this about you. It's like, but it's weird because you seem open, but you're not. It's sort of like you learn how to choose what to divulge. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people are like, once someone gets satisfied, satisfied, was like, yeah, how do you feel? It's like, I'm okay. It's like, okay, good. It's like, all right, well, that's it. All right. You're that's all gonna, I need to do. You're not going to dig deeper, so even better for me. So right. you just sort of find the right levels to talk about anything. But it's mm -hmm. odd with me because... Um, I feel like I'm an open person, but not really because I talk a lot. Like I have different, um, not opinions, but interests. So mm -hmm. It like, makes me easier to just like go into like any conversation and talk about whatever I want. But as long as it stays with those topics, like once yeah. it comes about me, it's like no, 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 no. We're we're fine where we were before. Yeah. Let's talk about sports, movies, whatever. It's like, <laughs> so about NASA. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Now I, I can't actually talk about uh, a little bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, yeah. So I am comfortable with all of those things, but like hitting a specific level, it's difficult because it's also then acknowledging your own faults. Like, yeah. Not faults, but like flaws or whatever it is. And I think it's harder than people think it is. Like people yeah. think that you could just say like, "Yeah, I'm shitty at this," or "I can't do that." It's like, that's nothing. You saying you can't like I can't do like my taxes or whatever. Like, that's not vulnerable at all. Like, a lot yeah, of people yeah. can't do their taxes, so that's nothing. But like being able to say, 
you feel this specific way because of this and that. Yeah. Maybe it goes back to this. And then when you start self-reflecting, it's like, holy shit. Like, Yeah, have I always done this? Why is this like this? Yeah. Like, I would say, like, a good example was, like, and I know we're talking about opening up, and I feel like, like, I feel like looking back on this, I feel like a little bit of a dick, but I think we've all been here. No. Whereas, like, one time I went, and I was at work. We're talking about someone who left therapy because I... Opened, opened up, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, say like, now I'm good yeah. um, <laughs> how much worse can I get I don't right. know we'll <laughs> so like I'm at the job um, the other day and I see a you know a co-worker um, somebody that you know I could yeah I could start saying is a friend mm-hmm. um, and you know I go to clock out and like you know she's sniffling in the corner so I go hey are you okay and you know she turns around like tears streaming down her face and I'm like oh shit like are you okay and she's like like I don't want to talk about it I'm like well if you need to talk about it, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So she goes, actually, can I talk about it? And I was like, shit, I didn't think, yeah. what do you mean? Like, no, I wasn't, no, I was just, I was offering, like, it yeah. doesn't, no. And yeah. like, we ended up having a 45 minute conversation. Okay, nice. And I, you know, revealed some things that yeah. got me very emotional. Mm-hmm. She revealed things that got her very emotional. And afterwards I was like, wow, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. But I'm glad I did mm-hmm. because now I found someone else who, who deals with what I deal with or who, or something close yeah. or even the pain that I've been through can now be wisdom and like can prevent someone go- from going through the exact same thing. Yeah. And I felt like, wow, that like my struggle, my pain, all the stuff that I've been through wasn't for nothing because now I can give the gift to someone else and say, hey, it's going to be okay. And But yeah, that, that scenario you brought up is like, hey, if I'm here, like that seems like a powerful thing, but Sometimes it, I'm not saying like yeah, that scenario yeah. it was, but I think most of the time it's people not. say that a lot more than they mean they, it. They, they mean it. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, like I, I don't want to say friend. We just met each other like recently. So, but like, yeah, no, like she was going through some things. She talked about it a little bit. It's like, oh, you know, that's understandable. And I said that not expecting her to actually open up, but I do like the idea of being able to like listen and take in. Like, cause sometimes. You say that because you understand that sometimes you just need someone to listen. Yeah. You don't want, like, if, if I'm going to ever open up about something whenever that happens. Oof. But <laughs> it's not to get feedback. Yeah. It's more, I need to let this shit out. Yeah. And, and that's sometimes, the thing. It's yeah. like the same thing we talked about with the whole, like we were talking about earlier, but like the bottling in. Eventually, it's. Yeah. Sometimes you just need You're somebody gonna to You're going to shake listen. the bottle yeah. and, like, yeah, psh- or you don't want it to go but yeah it's like it's gonna like overfill and sometimes you need to have Just that let release it out, yeah. but yeah like how is that person gonna take it or whoever's listening or like you don't know how that can be perceived and sometimes it's like look I'm gonna tell you something I'm not here for like uh, it's not a therapy session I don't expect you to tell me anything. yeah I just I need just to need let you this to yeah. just, you wanna say something go ahead but right now I don't need that but that's probably some of the issues too that people don't acknowledge that statement they don't say hey i want to open up about something but i need these like like yeah. having provisions beforehand and i don't even know like, i have no idea if that was like part of the steps that i like i was reading about it's like i don't think that really matters like sometimes people don't open up for those reasons we talked about like not being vulnerable or whatever what someone's mm-hmm. gonna say what's gonna happen it's like maybe sometimes just doing that is just saying hey I need to let this out I don't expect you to say shit I don't actually want you to say anything yeah or, yeah. 
or I was gonna say for even that, just uh, don't judge me when I do it too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like I'm pretty sure we all have these one things that oh, sure. might be questionable, or we didn't understand, or we did, or we feel bad about. <clears throat> like a good example was, um, you know, after, <clears throat> you know, like after I had certain experiences in my life, you know, uh, I remember one time uh, a friend of mine had told me, like, if you're ever going through anything, you give me a call if you, you know, you need to talk. Yeah. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was feeling very suicidal. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, fuck, like I f like I feel bad. And then I remember she had said, call me if you need anything. So I said, okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna cash this in. I'm gonna I'm gonna check yeah. this in. Yes. And I called her and I was like, I feel like I'm gonna like fucking jump right now. Like I'm 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 here. Mm -hmm. And she was like, all right, I'm gonna stop everything I'm doing. And she spent seven hours on the phone with me. Seven whole hours. Was she home? She was home. Okay, yeah. good because like, yeah. phones don't last that long. No, they don't. Like, <laughs> but you know, she was on the phone with me for seven whole hours. Yeah. And I remember, like, after getting off the phone, I wanted to live more than I ever nice. did. Yeah. But that was because I checked that in, mm -hmm. and I was crying. I was upset. And the thing that scared me was she was going through a depression as well, just as bad as I was. Mm. But my fear was is if I go and I, like. A depressed person calling another depressed person isn't always the best because I I don't feel like a depressed person is gonna be like yeah do it do it like you know what I mean no. but at the same time it's no, also don't feel like maybe I should do it too I don't know right, yeah yeah like, like you want you want to do a suicide pack no yeah. uh, but the, the the thing that always made me annoyed about going to somebody else is that what always ends up happening is like especially a religious person mm -hmm. just me yeah they always give you like oh hope and better place and na 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 and like you know fairy tale that's not what i'm asking for yeah and it's it's yeah. not like i just want somebody to understand what i'm going through yeah and then if you tell me how you get through it and it's not through like god or whatever mm -hmm. like if you could just just sit here and listen and like just relate to me on this level like have you ever felt like you know sad or yeah. this or angry or whatever can you just listen and relate and just be there for me? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had the, I, I guess you would say, even though I'm an atheist, the blessing of having mm -hmm. friends who have sat there and been through a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very grateful for them. But I don't. I feel like a lot of people don't have that because yeah, then the they moment don't. they start to go and say, like, hey, like, I wanted to kill myself. Oh, mm -hmm. shit. This bitch is crazy. I'm not, I'm no, not talking to you no more. Like, you know, one, one, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's Delete. like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> you, ooh, yeah. Uh, unfriended, like, yeah, you know, real yeah, quick, yeah. black, like, you know. Yeah. So I feel like if you just come to another person as a human and the other person as a human can see you as a human, like, we can understand each other. And I feel like that's part of the problem is that there's not enough communication and there's yep. not a lot of people willing oh, to that's a good transition to the next part oh wait what's yeah. the next part it says communication is a privilege not a burden yes i was thinking like yeah yes like people need to realize that i don't have to tell you something no you don't you does and i'm saying like it sounds shitty when i say like you don't deserve this like no it's not that it's like you can't just communicate to everyone the same way yeah 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 and i think some people don't understand that like I feel bad with my mom. I don't really open up to her at all. And it's not, she's not a judgmental person or anything. It's just like, I'm sorry. Like, something happened at 18 or whatever age it was and that just sort of blocked me out forever. Right. Is right. that fair on her? Like, no, but it's just me. Like, it has nothing to do with her. And and I bet that's some way, like, with some friends, they're like, oh, no, you're feeling sad. It's like, yeah. It's like, you want to talk about it? It's like, no, I'm good. But like, you don't know. It's like, yeah, I know. So, yeah. like, there's just some people that know that. I remember I told one friend once about it. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just that. It's like, mm, damn it. 
until too many people. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I, I, I feel like sometimes, too, like, at least from parentals or guardians mm-hmm. or um, people that, like, maybe influence you, inspire you on a different level, I feel like sometimes I wouldn't communicate those feelings to them because I was scared, not of judgment, but scared of failing them. Yeah. You get what I mean? Because it's like, so, like, somebody who comes from depression you can feel unloved Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that the person doesn't love you it doesn't mean that you don't have people who care about you these expectations yeah and it's like like but it's probably not even their expectations your expectations of what they expect exactly it's a weird expectation type thing yeah yeah it's it's like like you don't ever want to call somebody who cares about you very deeply Mm -hmm. that's you know like of a parental figure and say hey I'm going I, through this. I'm going through this. Like, hey, I don't feel loved. What do yeah. you mean? Like, like I love you all the time. And yeah. it's like, <gasps> I don't feel that way. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because then... Because then they, they feel like they need to do more. And it's like, that's exactly not it. And yeah. I feel like that's the issue when it comes to, like, opening up to someone you care about. They want to fix you instead of trying to understand what you're going through. Yeah, I think that's, like... Like, that's part of the problem, too, is, like, you're sitting there and you think that one, I know this sounds like a little bit of, uh, like, addicting to say, but you become so self-absorbed that you think you're everyone's problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because, because you are your everything, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Everything's through your perception. But but then also that also means that you also feel like you can fix someone else's problems. True. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you're sitting there and you're like, well... If I've been I, through that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I can I can fix that. I can help you. And sometimes you can't. You have to learn, like, that. that's their problem. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you might be together. You might be friends or whatever relationship. But sometimes it's for them to solve, and you can't fix that. And uh, at the same time, they can't fix you. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember being in a relationship where I thought the other person could fix me. And mm. that, you know, that doesn't work well for either of you because the other person thinks that they can, yeah. you know? Sometimes it comes from within, but it's easier, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a good example is like my dad, like he cares a lot. So because he cares a lot, he ends up trying to fix everyone's problems because mm-hmm. He, it's a problem for you, him that you have a problem. You know yeah. what I mean? It hurts him when you're hurting. So he wants to go and be like, oh, well, anything I could do to fix that. And it's like, you can't be Superman. Um, and then at the same time, not everybody can be Lois Lane. True. You know what I mean? Like, you can't always want to be saved and you can't always want to save them. Yeah. You know? And that's why you can easily feel like a burden because mm-hmm. you've become another problem that either, like you said, like your dad or someone else needs to solve, even though that's not what you want. Yeah. You like, just want someone to listen. Hey, I'm going through this. Oh, well, let's find a solution. It's like, you know what? Like, not everything needs a solution, especially with like mental health or feelings in general. Like, that's not something, it's not, a, it's not an injury. Yeah. And, and sometimes they're, I think especially, I know we're young, but especially when I was younger, I found that, like, I saw that I had so much little patience because I was just in yeah. a rush to get something. Mm-hmm. So, like, as I've gotten older, my patience has grown. And I feel like as my patience has grown, I've, I've started to understand that some problems just aren't fixed in a day. Yeah. They're not fixed in a conversation. They're not fixed in a minute. They're fixed over a long period of time. And sometimes fixing them is just being supportive just helping just listening just getting that person through those days you know what i mean so i feel like if you listen and learn how to be there for somebody like that and like remove yourself from that Mm -hmm. then you can be able to help fix it but you won't fix it you know what i mean like you're just 
along you're for the helping. ride. Yeah, you're helping. Yeah. Which is a lot different. Even just listening is helping, you yeah. know? Like, <clears> I, <throat> I was reading this Bustle article a couple of days ago, and there were, like, different ways of opening up to a partner. Um, one of the things that stood out was ignoring your fear of rejection, which sort of, like, brought up, like, the whole expecting to make mistakes that we spoke about earlier. And I thought, yeah, I think that is a fear. Like, if you open up to someone, you can... Like, I think that's sort of, like, with me, what I was talking about, like, I was, like, running away from, like, emotional problems. But you would assume that I I was more afraid of the acceptance than the rejection, which was odd. Right, but right, right. I think, like, rejection is still a thing, like, you put yourself out there, and someone's like, oh, fuck that. It's like, ooh, well, all right, definitely not opening up ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I Well, I think it, you tend to not fear the re- like okay so how to put it like you fear the rejection yes but i feel like we get so accustomed to getting rejected that yeah. when we get acceptance yes that feels so foreign because it's mm-hmm. just like what do you mean you're accepting this and especially like you know coming from i would say two minorities that's even like because yeah, it's yeah. even harder to mm-hmm. feel like you're accepted when you are yeah. so i just feel like you know just even coming from like you know because we were teens you know like when you usually start to like realize you're depressed and stuff like that or you have to come out with certain things Mm because you're finding yourself like it could be you're coming out of the closet it could be coming out that you are a certain type of way or you feel a certain way that takes courage yeah and you can see someone who's like you get prosecuted or like you know um abused or you know picked on or whatever for just being themselves yeah you know so then you start to go it also happens in adulthood too yeah don't want to admit that yeah it it, it, like they don't want to say that they do but they do like you know and what ends up happening is they isolate them they you know i i know gay men who you know criticize other gay men for being a different type of gay than they are or not gay enough and it's like like when you feel that way, then why would you want to be honest? You'd rather mm-hmm. be in the pact, you know, than to go and be the one that's standing out and be courageous and be yourself. And that's why it takes bravery to do something like that, yeah. you know, to be open and honest with someone. And I feel like that's the, like, sort of, like, whenever I try to open up, I never open up by saying what I feel. I tend to, like, ask my way through it. Mm. So, like, hey, have you ever felt like this before? It's like, no, Why? Just curious. No, 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 no reason. I heard a guy talking yeah. about it, you know. Yeah, and I thought, like, oh, that is interesting. Reddit I don't know if anyone else goes through that. Reddit in men's health. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and supposedly that comes across as a passive-aggressive way. But, yeah, it is when if people do get ridiculed or get called out for feeling a specific way or saying a specific thing, then why would you want to be honest then? Yeah. Why? Why would you be honest? Yeah, and, and I feel like, like I was saying before, with like with all these different things, like, you know what I mean? Like uh, a good example is like um, I heard somewhere that a president, um, like, wouldn't get nominated if he was an atheist. Like mm-hmm. if he outright came out, yeah. oh, I'm an atheist, mm-hmm. um, because every president that we've had had some, you know, religious, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, mm-hmm. What you call it? So, so right then and there, if I go and I create a Tinder profile, I'm not putting them an atheist on yeah. it. You get what I mean? Because then the first thing you do is you're okay. So I'm slashing off a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. because they instantly just assumed me by one aspect of my life. Yeah, and it's like so. Then in 
makes you want to sit there and go and say, okay, so then what will I divulge and what I don't divulge? Mm-hmm. You know, a good example is even... No one's going to put on their Tinder profiles like, oh, yeah, I deal with depression. Yeah, nobody's nobody's going to put yeah. that. So, Because then you're going to go, hmm, okay, so I do the, the anxiety guy or the schizophrenia guy? I don't, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know which one's <laughs> like... Right, too many options. <laughs> yeah, too many options here. Because <laughs> uh, everybody has a thing, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. But we all like to pretend like we don't. And yeah. that's... I think it's all trying to just mask into society. We all want to blend in. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be loved. So by standing out and being like, hey, this happened to me, this happened to me, um, it makes you feel vulnerable because other people haven't experienced it. But sometimes you find out that others have Mm -hmm. and that can make you feel more accepted. But I think it's just where you're trying to find that acceptance from. Was it the same thing when someone says that we should have open dialogue and like try to create a no judgment free zone it's like people are gonna judge yeah they are gonna judge they're just not gonna physically say what they're thinking yeah you can judge someone without saying a thing like Mm -hmm. there's times where I like I don't have sometimes my facial reaction would just do all the judging (laughs) for you someone will say something I'll just either roll my eyes or be like what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, too in, like it's yeah. out of instinct. It's like I'm not really judging you, but oh yeah, I guess I am because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a difference. Like I'm not judging the way you feel or the way you're going through something. It's like uh, I, I don't know. That's... Yeah, I think I think part of the part of the problem is is like like you know how like people say common sense isn't common. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the reason why is because everyone's common sense is different. You're raised. Yeah. by whoever raised you and mm-hmm. in your little village they taught you one thing so when you go to another village and that village is different you're sitting there going well that's not the way i was taught so you're dumb or you're stupid or you're, or you're wrong or you're wrong or yeah. you're you're and then you instantly make these pre assumptions instead of going in and saying okay this is the way i do things you should just try to approach it as why do you do those things yeah and then once you start hearing the why you start to go okay that makes sense for them and then you become a little bit more understanding that, okay, this person came from a different background, was raised different, had different experiences, and now I can listen more than assume. I think assumptions are like our safety, our yes, tools. You know what I mean? So sure. it's our way of making sense of the world, you yeah. know? So if you don't fit in this box, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be understanding, you know? Yeah. It keeps well, you closed off. I mean, I guess that's if you have... Not not you, but you know what I mean. Like in general, if someone has an issue with opening up, you know, you sh- it was like recommended to say to like explain what you want, and I guess. But that also goes back to like we were talking about earlier. Like you can tell your mom or your dad, whoever you're confiding in, hey, I'm feeling this. I just need you to listen. I want you to listen, or I'll try to align my feelings with my behavior so you can better understand that. You can still do all of that. And people are still not going to do what it is that you're asking for. Yeah. And I guess that makes sense because, like, hey, I'm feeling shitty. I'm depressed. I just need you to listen. Say, like, no, you think you need to listen, but, you, you know, you need me to listen. Like, no, you need me to. I just told you what I needed. I didn't <laughs> yeah. ask. Like, yeah. stop going, you know, beyond what I just asked you to do. Yeah. Stick to what I need and that is it. I know what I need. Yeah. It, it, like, you know, what's funny was is I have an ex who taught me, um something and she was like and this may be true this may be not true but this mm-hmm. is what I feel was that we all have ways of communicating how we want to be loved yeah. or appreciated 
um, whether we're aware of those things or not, that's up to the person, but we communicate to you, this is how I want to be loved. And sometimes what we end up doing is we end up giving off love the way we want to be loved. And what ends up happening is, is that we're giving you the way we want, but not understanding the way you want. Okay. So like a good example would be, you know, if um, I'm the type of person that likes to be coddled, then I'm going to coddle you. Whereas another person who likes to be, you know, wined and dined, I'm going to wine and dine you because okay. I want to be wine and dined. And it's like, but see, but nobody's yeah. getting what they want yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're too busy giving off what you want instead yeah, yeah. of sitting there and listening mm -hmm. and getting what they want you know yeah and so like i can imagine for that example like let's say if you're you want to be perceived like treated one way but then it's also like body language too mm -hmm. like i feel like sometimes that plays a huge factor i feel like sometimes if i'm like on a first date i can tell if i'm interested or not sometimes just based on like how am i in the conversation am yeah I, yeah hmm not like you know, like going leaning in, in like, yeah. I, leaning in, just wanting Treat. to like get every detail. If I'm like more laid back like this, or yeah, obviously no one listening can see yeah. that. But if you're like laid back listening, odds are I'm not in, as invested. Engaged. Yeah, yeah, engaged. Yeah. Um, but that's not saying that's always true either. But like the body language you're giving off yeah. gives an idea. Like if I'm really cool with someone, I really don't care how. Like. If I'm comfortable with you, I'm going to be as comfortable as I want to be. But if yeah. I'm like getting to know you, say, no, I need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, you, could, you could notice it just even too by, um, you know, the way they point their feet too. Like I've it, heard of that. I don't yeah. know how legit that is. I've never I've never tested it. I, I have. And okay. I feel like it, it does. Damn, so the, it does make so a difference. the next time, like, you know, like if multiple friends are out and they're trying to like hit on a girl, it's like, yeah, just check her feet. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I, for me, I, I've noticed it. So, yeah. but. Yeah, I think uh, when it comes down to opening up, like a lot of it is just very difficult just because there's so many filters and barriers mm -hmm. you have to go through because it's like, you know, your racial, nationality, cultural, like, you know, barrier. It's your, you know, your heart barrier. Like it's so many things. Like first it's the physical appearance. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. physical intimacy. Like can I open up to you physically? Then yeah. it's like, you know, can I open up to you spiritually? Can I open to you emotionally? And it's like so many layers of that. Then not even... That's not even including like, you know, your background, your history, your relationships, yeah. you know, your experiences. It's just layer after layer. Onions have layers. Ogres uh, have layers. <laughs> I knew it was going to come up at some point. Like, I don't know why. Because it's opening up. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> opening up those layers. <laughs> um, but yeah, and even if like all the body language and the opening up comes up, like, like, you know, like bringing out one layer, it also depends on like how you two communicate with each other mm -hmm. too. Like, I know I try to listen in before I respond. Okay. But it's sometimes, like, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't do that all the time. Like, sometimes it's like, I'll hear one thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> and then it's like, wait, I don't want, I don't want to interrupt them, but now I'm going to forget. Right. Because that happens, too. Like, sometimes, like, someone will cut me off. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, what were you talking about? I was like, oh, I forgot because you interrupted me. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I bet that can happen a lot, even if you're, like, divulging your, your emotions. It's like, look, I'm really going deep. Right. Talk about something. This isn't the time to interrupt. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I bet, like, you can say that all you want, but somehow it's going to happen anyways. Yeah, because that would happen, like, you know, like, I, I talk a lot, and I know I 
talk way too much. And if I'm with someone who doesn't talk as much or isn't as vocal, I, I can railroad the entire conversation <laughs> and they're just sitting there looking at me until their ears bleed. Um, but at the same time, it's like I have to learn that, and I have been working on it, that when, you know, my the person that I'm speaking to in general, just any person, mm-hmm. um, I need to learn how, like when they speak, okay, I need to f- let them finish, listen, comprehend, and then not only that, just take it all in. Yeah. Then, you know, respond. And I think, especially in New York or just being Hispanic. Too quick, too quick. Mama. Yeah, it's like, it's just, boom, boom, boom. Oh, like they just. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine people walked slower in the streets, like, no, I'm sorry, I need to, this <laughs> I'm interrupting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I think that's like, you know, part of the problem is just like trying to speak to respond. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just having a conversation. Oh, here's my response. Here's my response. But you're not listening or yeah. taking in what the other person's saying, you know? Yeah, no, that definitely happens a lot more. Um, or like even sometimes just setting boundaries. Like I think if I don't know what the future holds, but like, let's say at some point I start talking to someone and I do bring up like it takes a while to open up do i set the boundary then it's like look i'm gonna go at a specific slower pace right right, right. i am invested Mm -hmm. trying to sell i I feel like it part of opening up starts with hey i need to let you know i'm opening up you know what i mean like you don't have to say exactly that Mm -hmm. but you know what i mean like if you to me it's also both of them taking it in because Sometimes, like, I would see, like, you know, the person I'm with, like, her opening up, and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, so... You I'm can gonna... tell when someone's opening right, up. Right, like, and you, it's like, okay. Yeah. So, and then um, I feel like we're going to go into this, but it is a privilege to sit there and listen to somebody open up. It is, and, yeah, and, yeah. and I think some people kind of demand it mm-hmm. um, because they so desperately care or want to or, like, they, they want to know. Yeah. But then at the same time, or they worry, mm-hmm. and, I, and I get all that, but at the same time... The, the information is privileged and to yeah. get, and I think that's why we fear giving it out yeah. because we know if I give it to you that means it's out there and not just I'm giving it to you but I'm admitting it to myself yeah. because there's a lot of things that at least for me I know that I've admitted in my head but have I vocalized it? No because it's It's also like knowing the source of that feeling Yeah and you like, have to identify that Yeah because like sometimes I, I know like earlier I was upset like one thing felt like oh damn what the fuck and I just started thinking like Am I really upset that the <laughs> thing fell? Yeah. <laughs> but it just happened when I'm like trying to like multitask and I say, like, oh, I could definitely multitask and do this, this, and this. And then something fell. I was like, maybe I was more upset because I was assuming that I could get all of this done at the same yeah. time. So it's like, yeah, but am I going to blame that? Like, no, I'm blaming the shit that fell. It's like, look, you should have stayed where you were. Yeah, right. It's not <laughs> my fault that I tried thinking that you could stay on the ledge without. <laughs> yeah, like that would happen to me all the time. Like I would, I would be like rushing to work yeah. and I'm extremely late and then the trains will mess up and yeah. then finally when I get there, like my manager's like, why are you late? And it's like, no, 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 you. Like and you're just like so upset. It was the trains. Yeah, it was the trains and it was like, no, it was you because you yeah. did mad other shit and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's why you're late. <laughs> no, and I think that that's the issue. Sometimes don't people don't like pause or look at themselves mm-hmm. and understand that sometimes just labeling whatever it is you're feeling. Like sometimes it's just anxiety or anger or whatever it is. It's like it's never just that. No. But it happened right there, so it's easy for you to just blame that. Or yeah. like say it's like it's this, but not something deep rooted. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's that's part of the 
problem too is like you need to identify it so that you don't end up going and doing that you know mm-hmm. what i mean like I, i've been in relationships where you know uh, she and i have both had things that have happened to us throughout the day that we came home and took out on the other person yeah. um our own personal insecurities or you know events that like you know put pressure on us or stress or you know got us enraged and it that's not fair to the other person and it may be by talking it out you can identify those things so you don't end up doing that to not just the people that you care about but just people on the street in general Mm -hmm. because you can see it like you know i I, i've worked retail for almost 10 years now and you know they will come in every single time and you can tell because they didn't get their mocha frappa whatever you know venti cup Mm -hmm. size right or there was a reindeer on it you know no 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 (laughs) i wanted soy milk yeah (laughs) like what do you mean this is almond milk well i'm not gonna lie I've noticed that since I drink skim milk, I notice a difference, but I am not going to flip a shit over it. Yeah, and it, like if you, I'm sorry, if you're gonna do it, do it to the person that fucked it up, not yeah, yeah. to other people. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like exactly, it's like get it right, like yeah. you know, which is uh, understandable. Like shit happens. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I think, and it, like, what you want to call it? Like, um, I remember like my dad gave me this book. It's Striking Thoughts by Bruce mm. Lee. Um, and like in the book, he talked about how you need to flow like water, mm-hmm. um, and take the shape of it. So like, you know, the shape of water, I'm done. <laughs> That's the picture. Right? <laughs> Ooh, look at us being timely and dated. No. Um, so what you would call it? So he says like, if you flow like water, then uh, you see if get out had one, I would have said, run away from your problems. You know, yeah, I'm done. Oh, that would have been the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but, um, so he basically said like, if you flow like water, you'll be able to flow mm-hmm. through life like yeah. that's basically the philosophy um because you have to learn how to adapt and move and you know go through all of that so what i'm saying is is like if you start to go and stop expecting everything to be the same yeah or like you know routine or straight or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be then you won't be so upset like you know like how yeah. you said oh well you know you drop this and it kind of filtered like you know what i mean like it affected the rest of the day whereas like if you learn how to just move with those things, you'll be able to identify things a little bit easier because you're going and saying, okay, so what made me go this way? Well, oh, it was because this happened. Now this happened. And you can navigate those feelings in that way. And it also makes it easier for you to communicate those feelings because you you know the source. If I'm able to go and say like, hey, you know, I've been down this week. I know that I've been down. Let me tell whoever I need to tell like, hey, it's nothing serious. It's just, I'm down. Mm -hmm. Then they can go and say, okay, so what do we need for like to do what do we need to help do you need to just stay home do you need you know this and people are a lot like if you're surrounding yourself with the right people a lot more are willing to help you than you think you are you know what i mean but you just gotta identify who those people are yeah you know and and i think it's interesting that a lot of the times people would want to focus on things like either like material based or like intelligence which is don't get me wrong those you know at some point like at least the intelligence part i get but people aren't aware of emotions yeah general sort of like why like before beforehand i took like this eq or ei test you know just like let me see how i am with my emotions it's like uh, yeah i'm not that good (laughs) (laughs) and i'm okay with that but see i bet other people will be like oh yeah i'm the best at this and then they'll take the test like this test is rigged it's like no i'm okay noticing that i need to actually work on my emotions a bit like I'm okay with my self-awareness being able to think like, yes, I'm acting this way. Why? I don't know why, but I'm still at least acknowledging this part. 
Yeah. I'll figure it out at some point because I usually write shit down. Yeah. Um, the whole like managing emotions, that's a different story. Like if an emotion <laughs> comes out of nowhere, like if I'm like upset, it's like, okay. I guess like it's different. Like if you're outside, you have to manage it. But if you're indoors, you don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you stub your toe, you're probably going to throw something. It's like, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you, look like, like, you look like those chimps on, um, what you call it, like National Geographic. Yeah, yeah, you just see yeah, them like yeah, just exactly. throwing just rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what happened? Like something's upset. Oh, I just stubbed my toe. It's like, you got to work on man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Hulk must be amazing at this point. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> um, definitely the one thing I noticed was like the self-motivation portion. Just like your emotions can play with anything you want to get done yeah like really i know could. i want to write something it like when i was like feeling like empty it was like yeah i'm gonna get things done as soon as that feeling hit i was like i'm not doing anything yeah yeah that happens a lot <laughs> but i bet that can't happen when you're like in the work environment you have to find the way to push through that because mm-hmm. you can't tell your boss or someone's like i'm feeling depressed today yeah i don't want to work today Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're you you're part of the ecosystem. You need to find. Yeah, a, you need a way to yeah. function, and I, I think that that's also like we, I was gonna say we we're so into the hustle and bustle sometimes yeah. we don't get that moment. I think it's also because it's New York. Yeah, maybe, yeah. but I, I feel like because I know that when I'm in Florida, I I did not ever feel like <laughs> when I was in California. I was like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> but. No, Why I, was, did I come back. I don't know. <laughs> so. I was gonna say, like, I think, I think people don't sometimes get the time to reflect on their own emotions. No, it's like so because they're so busy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. the more you tack on, mm-hmm. the less time you have. So you so because you have less time, it's just response. Yeah, it's just instinctual response, and you're not sitting there going, "Well, did I snap at this person because this is what my mom used to snap on me about?" No, no, yeah. Um, did I go and I want to punch this person because you know? <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever reason, mm-hmm. it's like you're not thinking about those things. You don't have the time to just self-reflect, and I think that more like like you you spend a lot of time finding yourself, and then as you're finding yourself, sometimes you don't have enough time to tell other people. You get yeah. what I mean? Because you're too busy finding yourself. Mm-hmm. But then, when are you going to commute that to somebody else? And sometimes you're changing faster than you even realize yeah you know what i mean so and you I, have and to i guess that makes sense why it is sometimes difficult to open up with like a significant other or anyone about like feelings in general because like i'm assuming if you're in a relationship it is work but sometimes i don't know if it's just me but i feel like you have to be like this finished product yes i and i feel like sometimes there is that pressure to be complete and the things like I know I'm not, so I feel like that's probably ah, that's the like self reflection, realizing <laughs> that yeah, maybe the reason why I've been single this entire time is mostly because I've been trying to figure myself out, and I feel like if I'm not whatever standard, it, you know, significant other has to be, why would I enter that? Yeah, and like, and you know, the thing that kind of sucks about that is that it it affects you because like for me, you know. Um, I want to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of my life, I, I do. I do want to be a dad. But when I was younger, I just kept going, I'm not ready to be a dad. I'm not yeah. ready to be a dad. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And every dad would tell me, you're never going to be ready. It's just, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you adapt. Yeah. And I couldn't, I was like, no, I have to be ready. Like, I have to be ready to be a dad. And I realized I was just chasing something that was just unrealistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I... 
Probably, you get what I mean? Yeah, like I can imagine like someone has expectation. I'm gonna be the best mom, the best person, the best this, the best that. And sometimes you don't need to be the best. No, like I feel like some people assume that like to be like the best partner, you need to like have a specific amount of money. You have to have this. Yeah. Sometimes just being there is like half. Like I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know, but just being there like settles a lot of not everything, but it it helps. Yeah, like I I. In my opinion, when it comes down to it, I don't... And this, I, I said this in my marriage. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her to be the best wife. I wanted her to be the best partner I could have. Yeah. And that's just for me mm-hmm. as like an individual, yeah. not for anyone else, not by somebody else's standards, not yeah. by... You know what I mean? If, you know, if we're expecting each other like you know to do everything you know what i mean like then if it's going to be 50 50 sometimes in different relationships 50 50 is completely different yeah you know what i mean because sometimes somebody has to do 70 percent of the income and then you're left with the rest but then you're doing you know 90 percent of the housework well I, that's bad it's math it's just like yeah yeah it's just it you have to find that balance mm-hmm. and all of that comes from communication yeah. and uh, not only communicating but you also have to sacrifice, compromise, as well as be understanding. And I think that if you're able to do most of that, a lot of the work is already done. And it doesn't have to be, well, yeah, I don't look great in these pants. Or it, it could be, you know, all oh, my hair is receding a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it could just be, well, I spoke to you and these are my needs. And yeah. you spoke to me and these are your needs. And I'm going to do the best that I can to meet them. Will I fail? Yes. Yeah. Every day? Probably. But there'll be one day where I'll succeed. And I just want you to love me in between those days. You know what I mean? And like, if you look at it a little bit that way, it makes it a little bit easier for both of you to not just go and say, well, we got to be the perfect couple or the perfect this or the I got to be the perfect person because everyone is fucked up. Everyone yeah. is <laughs> fucked up. So it's like, would you like, I, I, forget, I think it's Logic who said, yeah. you know, um, that he was you know wondering like when he would grow up and become an adult and then now he's an adult and he realized adults yes. don't know shit yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. like and he's an adult that don't know shit because yeah. i was like thinking about it i'll look at kids and i'm like you don't even know like yeah. we don't know why are you doing. crying <laughs> like, like you don't know like your parents don't know yeah. i don't know you're fucked like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> and i feel like that comes through like empathy sometimes especially with like relationships is like it's not just being able to recognize you're sad it's like then the communication comes in it's more like why are you sad yeah it's like it's more than just being able to you know have you ever like noticed uh, i don't know where i saw this i was like reading a book about emotions (laughs) (laughs) and like the first thing they bring up is like you have like these specific faces yeah so it's like all right cool you see them smiling so they're happy you see them like or like you know like frown they're sad or angry or whatever and it's like it's more than just being able to acknowledge a facial you know like recognize what they're going through in the outside mm-hmm. sometimes like there's so much more going in the inside that you realize and sometimes that also goes to like social skills too like if you're in a scenario how do you handle this yeah and sometimes like oh you're you're expected to like be be able to handle this sometimes and it's like really like i don't know i saw someone that was sad and i know them it's like i spoke to them about it and was did i do enough in terms of the social skills i don't know but you you just do the best you can. Yeah, and it, <clears throat> like a good example is like one time I was walking down the street, and this woman was uh, crying, mm. and I was waiting for the bus, and it, it was raining out, and I felt really bad. I don't know what the 
I don't know what happened. Yeah. So I just went up to her and she was on the phone and I said, ma'am, do you need a hug? And she said, oh my God, yes. And I just hugged her. Like mm-hmm. random stranger just hugged her. Yeah. And afterwards she just said, thank you so much. I, like, you know, I really appreciate that. And I, I didn't do, I just gave her a hug. Yeah. And I know that like, that's really weird, but sometimes that just helps. It does. And, you know what I mean? Cause, but it takes the sacrifice of the other person, of you, yeah. to actually go up and say that. Yeah, like, and it also takes yeah. from her because yeah, yeah, if she's not true. willing that's to true. do that, yeah, yeah. then it's just like, well, I'm trying to be there for you. So it's like, yeah. but then also too, like for me, I don't like to get touched when I'm crying. Like, nah, yeah, you know what I mean? Too, yeah. And some people mm-hmm. do. So yeah, it's like, true. and that's why you need to open up and communicate those things because then you want help, but how can they help you if they don't know how? You know what I mean? So it's you have you have to open up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn, you know what? That's that's gonna be the last part. Are you I sure? Did. Yeah, I like that. That was, that was great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I was gonna ask, you know, if you needed you know, had any final words, but those were the final words. All right. And I cool. like it. So I'm gonna keep it that way. I'm hoping to have another episode down sometime next week or the week after. Um, if you're subscribed, definitely uh if you haven't subscribed, definitely subscribe. If you do leave a review because it helps with other people being able to find the podcast and leave a comment and review and enjoy the rest of your day and it is snowing today so i'm going to post it today so stay in stay warm (laughs)